speed. <clears throat> okay, it's setting up our settings. We should be getting live in a few seconds. Cool. Let me just make sure we are live. We are live. So, hey, let's go. <laughs> I think uh, we'll, we'll probably, um, let me just make sure everybody can hear us in the chat here. I always double check just to make sure. What's up, everybody? If you can hear us in the chat, just give us a yes. Hello. <laughs> You know what? I think that I'm going to put the view. Let me put this view better so we can see. Cool, cool. Yeah, they can hear us. Okay, cool, man. All right, so we are good to go. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to get this ball rolling and we'll see what happens. So, all right, I'm going to do my intro here. So for the audio podcast. Hey everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life and I wanna welcome you to the fourth episode of Limiting Live where the patients interview the guests in this live stream question and answer. And today I am joined by a cosmetic limiting patient who goes by the name of Puro. Puro underwent bilateral stature lengthening on the femurs uh, using the precise 2.2 nails. And today he is here to answer your questions Okay, about the patient experience. So I didn't get any uh, submitted questions. So we're gonna go straight to YouTube and uh, answer some questions over at the chat. So let me go ahead and open the chat up and we're gonna get started here. Uh, how, how are you doing today, Piro? I'm doing very well, very well. <laughs> awesome, man. So we got your fans over here in the chat. So let's see here. All right, so people are probably still uh, trickling in. I know it's a little, we're doing a little earlier today just because, okay. so people might be a little bit still at work and stuff. So, all right, so we have a question here. Um, one person is asking, how much height did you get? Okay, so I guess a better way to kind of give some background is when was your surgery? Um, and then I guess, what was your initial height? And then how much height have you got or gotten so far? Okay. Yeah, so my surgery was uh, May 27th. Okay. Um, I was like five, five and a half, I would say. Okay. And I've gained around two inches so far. Awesome. So now I'm like five, seven, five, eight. Yeah. Okay. Very cool, man. That's really cool. And that, that's amazing. Um, and you're going for the full eight centimeters, right? For the femurs? The full eight, man. That's right. <laughs> or the hard ones do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, brother. All right. So we got some other questions in here. So um, let's see here. I'm going to pin this one. So Zenosaman is asking, where did you get your surgery and how expensive was it? Okay. Well, I guess, yeah, just where did you get your surgery done? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got it done at the Paley Institute. So okay. number one in the country, you know. Yeah. Got to flex <laughs> that, of course. And so, yeah, yeah, it, of course, it was a little pricey, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. So Paley Institute. Um, let's see here. Who was your surgeon? So that was Dr. Paley, Dr. Robbins. So we won't. That's right. That's right. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody's just asking, where'd you get your surgery? So yeah, guys. So if you guys have actual questions, this is a limb lengthening patient who underwent bilateral stature or stature lengthening of the femurs. So you guys always want to know, have questions in the interviews for, uh, cosmetic limb lengthening patients. Don't make me ask questions because I got questions, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's see here, Piero. So you, you got your, uh, surgery. You said May 22nd, what was it? Or 
May 27th. 27th. Okay. So May 27th. Yeah, yeah. So we're about two months in. Um, you're about five, uh, 5.6 centimeters in. Um, yeah. And let's see. So you said to me as we got onto the, um, the live chat, you basically said that you had some nerve pain recently, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. So this started like two days ago. Um, my left, not my left leg, my right leg was just stinging from all the way from my foot, all the way to like my, uh, my glutes. Uh-huh. And it was just stinging like crazy after I stretched. Wow. And so I went to bed, I took Advil. You're not supposed to take ibuprofen too much, right? But like once in a while, it's okay. Cause you know, sometimes stuff pops up. So I took some Advil. I went to sleep. I woke up and I was totally fine. All good. Yeah. I stretch again for the first time of the day. It starts stinging like crazy, even worse than the day before that. Really? So now it's gotten to the point where it's like extreme. And the physical therapist told me that it's, uh, I guess, just the tightness irritating my sciatic nerve, mm. which is a nerve that goes all the way from the foot all the way to like your back pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what they said it was, but damn, that thing stings like crazy. <laughs> but they, they do have a remedy for it. It's like a like a nerve pain kind of medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's some serious stuff. So you know you have to weigh the pros and cons with it. Yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Is that um yeah? And there, you said that was like was it on the left leg or the right leg? Uh, right leg. Right leg. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and yeah. it it kind of simmered down a little bit since it happened, or is it still kind of bad? Yeah, it simmered down like an hour ago, but it was oh. pretty bad, like all day. <laughs> oh man, dude! So as of today, yeah. it was bad. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so we're not we're not gonna try to keep you too long. I mean, obviously, we have to see any questions there, but okay, we appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah. All course. right. So we have some questions here. So let's see here. Um, let me ask this question: Do you use a uh, hold on this? Um, do you use a wheelchair, and are you staying at one of the Paley endorsed? hotels i guess nearby his center yeah 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 yes i am i'm staying at the well i probably shouldn't say but, but yeah i am staying at one of them and uh i use the i don't use a wheelchair too often because i have the rods in my leg that can support my weight um mm. it's like 75 pounds each okay um so it supports a total of 150 pounds and i weigh like 120 right now i lost like 30 pounds throughout the process. So Wow, 30 pounds. Yeah. That's crazy. 30 pounds. I know. So I'm allowed to stand up straight, like, without any support. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have to use the walker too much or um, the, uh, the wheelchair. But I use the crutches a lot. Okay. Okay. Wow, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, considering you're only just a little, like, two-thirds of the way there, you lost 30 pounds. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Daka he's basically saying gabapent, and that's probably the, the pain medicine that you were probably recommending, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a lot for nerve. Um, okay, so let's see here. Okay, we have another question. What was the worst problem that you had during your lengthening so far? I guess, was it the nerve pain or was it something else? Oh, it was, uh, maybe it's connected to the nerve pain. I still don't know. But what happened in the first uh, two weeks was that they approved me for the pool, right? Yeah. And so I was really confident. I was feeling good. I went in the pool and because I was feeling so good, I actually took it too hard. Oh, really? I started swimming faster than I should have. I started walking faster than I should have. And so what it actually did is it kind of strained the muscle near my groin area. Mm-hmm. And so like an hour after I got in the pool, that area started stinging like crazy. And I don't know if there's ladies, they, they probably can't relate, but like <laughs> us dudes, that area is like really bad if it hurts. Like, 
like I mean like my nuts were like in flames. <laughs> all right. So that's what I'm talking about here. So like all sorts of things could happen, especially if you push yourself too far. And so that's what I, I did by mistake. And till this day, that area still hurts. Wow, that's crazy. Insane. I had to see a like a urinologist. I went to the ER because it was hurting so bad. Yeah. And they said like there's nothing they could really do. You just let it heal and that's it. Wow, man, that's crazy. Yeah. That, and that yeah. was um when when was that? That how long ago was that? That was the first two weeks. So that was uh, that was a while ago. Okay. So and yeah, yeah, that was like early June. Early June. That's crazy. And that's healed up since yeah. then. It has not. Oh, it has not. It's it's it been strained, strained groin muscle. You know, groin muscles and uh, you know those adductor muscles they can take a long time, like up to eight to twelve weeks to fully heal. I actually Especially have stretching. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. That's crazy, brother. Um, all right, so let's see what else we have over here in the chat. Um, okay, yeah, Doc One, I'm not going to say the, the hotel here, but yeah, I think you might be on the, on the one. You probably know. So, um, yeah. okay, guys, go ahead and pile it in. So. Some other topics to kind of jar you guys is uh, I'm going to just jar. I'm going to send something in the chat here. I'm going to say length, pain, physical. This is what you guys got to ask because <laughs> you guys will ask me tomorrow. But this is your this is an actual patient right now who's lengthening. Uh, all right. Anything on those topics, you guys, go ahead and ask away. He's, Puro is here for you. He's he's, he's, right. he's sacrificing his pain. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> So, so how is, um, how's your physical therapy going? Are you still going five days a week? Oh yeah. From the beginning, you go uh, five days a week at Paley. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been doing that. Sometimes I try to get Saturdays, so six days a week, Okay. but, um, I got really lucky. I actually have a caretaker who knows how to do all the stretches. Oh, nice. So she actually helps me with it when I'm not at physical therapy. So it's like having physical therapy, like two to three times per day every day you know yeah yeah for sure no doubt yeah, no yeah. doubt on that okay um all right so let's see here this person is asking let me just go ahead and replace this um okay so this person's asking well he's asking do your do your nails bend or break if you walk without crutches he mentioned that a little earlier he said that he actually is beneath the weight limit of the the capacity of the nails so he is okay um well let's see. i could stand i cannot walk Oh, right, 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 right. You can stand yes, without yes, yeah. support. Yeah. But you yes, can't walk. Yes. Right. You yeah. still you use the walker, though, not crutches. Or what do you use for walking? Around? I could use either one. I mean, they're pretty much the same. It's just the crutches like give you, you know, more speed. Yeah. And the <laughs> walker is like a little more safer. Like if you have like I had a lot of nerve pain today. So I use my walker. You know, gotcha. it gave me that support. Yeah. OK, very cool. Awesome. Um, somebody's asking, uh, do you see the procedure getting cheaper in the next few? We'll answer some of those questions a little bit. We're going to ask more about his actual experience so this person's asking i don't know if they were here earlier but they're asking what was your initial height and what is your goal so if you want to answer that one more time yeah i started at like five five and a half so i'll end at like five eight and a half or so so i'm going for the max eight centimeters per leg wow man that is so cool so we wish you good luck on that all right let's see here Thank you, man. <laughs> you're gonna make it's it harder make it. for sure yeah, yeah. um Somebody's asking Dr. Robin, Dr. Paley and Dr. Robin's more like Batman and Robin. <laughs> I don't even know what that's supposed to go. That's just another comment. Um, there'll be some questions here in a minute. They, they take a few minutes to get warmed up. So guys, he is here. Okay. Yeah. So unless you want to talk about How anything, that's, um, right now we have, I think we have just about 23 people watching, you know, live, which is pretty good considering, okay. um, you know, and then we have people in the chat and, uh, 
obviously a lot of people watch it later when it goes off air. So we're just trying to entertain them. And this is, this is their opportunity. Cause like, I know on the interviews that I have, I come up with all the questions. And then they say, well, you should have asked them this. I'm like, well, here, here's your chance. <laughs> you know? All yeah. right, here we go. Um, so, I mean, this is, uh, let's, I'll just ask this. So if one nail can take 75 pounds, um, can you stand on one leg? No. Cause I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm over 75 pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that skinny. Right. Um, I'll just answer this question. Cause I, I mean, it's a redundant question. Where did you get your surgery? Uh, who's your surgeon? He got it done at the Paley Institute. Um, and Dr. Paley, Dr. Robbins are his, uh, surgeons. Uh, okay. This is a good question. Do you have any pain right now? Um, so, yeah, actually at the moment I don't, I am chilling right now. Really? That's so, crazy. And I, I have, um, like no pain meds right now that I'm on. Okay. Wow. So yeah, yeah. It's legitimate chilling right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I actually, I think I saw a question earlier. Um, that came in and somebody was asking like, when did you like, how did you get off of pain meds and when did you go off of pain meds? Mm. Yeah, I stopped taking pain meds after I believe the four and a half week mark. Okay. Um, that's when I completely stopped taking almost everything. Wow. Uh, awesome. I stopped taking oxy at the three week mark though. Okay. Because oxy was really messing with my it messes with your bowel system a lot. Yeah. Um, bowel movement. So you definitely want to stop that as soon as possible because it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. All right. Um, yeah. we got another question. How much did you prepare before the surgery? um basically nothing <laughs> i basically <laughs> did not do any stretching or anything like that okay. um i kind of just jumped into it right away but um for some context um i am 20 years old so i don't know if that affects how much pain i'm having right now because hmm. i have another 20 year old friend here and he does all this stuff you're not supposed to do and he is healing like a butterfly or something like he's just doing so well really and wow. it's amazing so i think youth is it's making me realize how much it plays a role. Yeah. yeah um, for sure. So yeah, I don't know if that pit plays a role in the pain like area, like right now, I don't know, you know, if, if an older person would be feeling more pain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good um, topic you brought up. I'll have to kind of like dig into that a little bit more. And I think for that, sure, in, yeah. I mean, if you're healing more damage, you probably are going to relieve the pain a lot sooner, but that's a good one. I'll have to kind of ask around about that and get some more patient feedback. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. Here's a good one. How did you get support from your family um, if they supported the decision at all? And if not, how did you convince them? That's a good one. Yeah, um, my family was actually very supportive of it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that hard to convince them. I've kind of been complaining about my height for years now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so maybe they just want me to shut up. I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it really, I think I'm in a unique situation to where my family was very supportive. And so I basically told them everything I was doing at all times. Okay. Um, and so I was lucky to be able to do that. But um, yeah, some people do this alone completely. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, let's see here. Okay. So under the sticker price. Okay. Is your physical therapy, x rays, medication covered under the price of the health insurance? Does your insurance cover any of the physical therapy or was it all covered in the main fee? Uh, everything's out of pocket, man. No okay, sure. out of pocket. Yeah, because it's yeah. Cosmetic. Yep. Okay. Rough, uh, here we go. We got another good one. Um, do they? Did they? Did you get epidural, or um, did you get general anesthesia? Uh, anesthesia. Okay. Yeah, general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. I got. Very cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, right, here we go. Here's a good one because I think you're you were you're you're in school, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So somebody's asking about this. They're saying, do you feel like you'd be able to squeeze in studying for university exams if you had ex- uh, studied during the experience during the experience, or do- should you take a semester off? So how'd you deal with this with school uh, as the semester was wrapping up? Yeah. So um, so basically, I have the summer off right now, so I'm doing this during my summer vacation. But oh. I did have summer classes set up. Yeah. And I was not able to study at all for that. Really? That it was it was pretty bad. Mainly because it started during the time when I had a lot of pain. Okay. But um, could I do it now? I guess if you really had a drive to do it, yeah. Okay. Probably could. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's that. It definitely depends on like your experience. I mean, everybody's so different. Everybody's experience is like so vastly different. It's just, it's hard to say, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. So. So like you said, like you're in no pain right now. You're at like six, six, eight, six to eight weeks right now. Um. Uh, maybe eight eight okay yeah so about yeah i don't know okay yeah that's that's good to know kind of that that's good feedback because i've heard from a few other stature patients saying that about six to eight weeks is when they like kind of noticed that they were able to kind of start to refocus on you know tasks like that but yeah yeah for sure like i like right now i could probably study you know what i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like a couple weeks ago definitely not okay Good, yeah. good, good topic. Okay. Um, this person's asking which pain is worse for you? Was it muscle pain, nerve pain, bone pain, or even the mental pain? That's a good question. Oh, nerve pain for sure. Nerve, nerve pain. pain is a different league. Muscle pain, I feel like you could, you've dealt with it in the past if you worked out before, right? Yeah. And um, skeletal pain, I don't really feel my broken legs at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mainly feel that in the first two weeks and then it kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, but the nerve pain, it's so it's the weirdest thing you could ever experience, man. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. And it can come in so many different kinds of like forms. Like there's not <laughs> one specific nerve pain. There's like a thousand different kind of nerve pains. Right. So it I I hate nerve pain the most by a mile. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, that that makes complete sense, especially doing the femur length and you said the sciatic nerve. That's one of the most annoying nerves in terms of irritation. Um oh yeah. Okay. So somebody's actually, you were digging a little deeper on the nerve pain. Could you please, they say, could you please tell us more about your nerve pain progression and after which centimeter did it trigger and how have you stopped it? Well, yeah, like it, it's still going on, but like, when did it really start up? Like after what length you hit, did it really notice? Did you notice? Yeah. Um, well, actually I've had different variations of nerve pain. Yeah. So at around the three centimeter mark, I had a tiny, tiny bit of nerve pain right under my left knee so it kind of felt like um, hot water was getting poured on my leg whenever I try to stretch it Mm. which is very weird it's a very weird feeling yeah Um, but after you know like a couple days of stretching I would say five to six days of stretching it went away okay and so that was just you know weird stuff just pops up sometimes but then um, like I said a couple days ago my sciatic nerve was on my right leg was being irritated do you want me to tell the whole thing or yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's what they seem to want to know about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just happened from from me stretching. I That's the only explanation I have right now. Uh, so I, I stretched two days ago and started my, my right leg, my entire right leg started stinging like crazy. Mm. Um, then it went away when I went to sleep. And then the next day, once I stretched, it popped up again. Mm. And then every time I stretched till this day, it just kept stinging. So <laughs> this afternoon I stretched. It stung the most it ever stung before. It was terrible, but um, it seems to have gone down for now. Like it seems to go down after like an hour or two. Okay. Um, of me not stretching, and so that's what happened. Now, I mean, the physical therapist—that's what they're saying. They're saying it's a sciatic nerve because 
it seems to travel from my foot all the way to my back. Right. And I could, I could literally, now that they pointed it out, I could literally like feel the nerve like sticking <laughs> itself. So yeah, it's, it's definitely nerve pain for sure. And I mean, the only explanation I have is that I'm just, I'm just tight. Okay. You know, and the nerve is irritated. Yeah. Wow, man, that nerve. Yeah. But uh, for context, I, I do. I, for context, I don't know. Is this delayed a little bit? I think it's delayed, right? But um, for context, I do stretch a lot. Okay. So it's not like I'm not stretching at all because usually people assume that if you have nerve pain, you don't stretch. Even if you stretch like crazy, you could have nerve pain. Like mm-hmm. it's just unavoidable. So I just want to like get that across. Right. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's good advice. And um, when you're stretching your hamstring, do you keep your knee fully straight or do you slightly bend it? Did, did they tell you about that at physical therapy? Because I know the sciatic nerve is triggered mm-hmm. a lot with a full extension of the knee when you're stretching the hamstring. And if you slightly yeah. bend the knee, did they tell you, did they talk about that? They did talk about that for sure. Um, I do see for me in my case, it's not every patient again, yeah. but in my case, if I completely stretch my legs and I try to like bend over for the hamstring stretch, yeah, um, I do get a lot of nerve pain. So they did okay. tell me to bend my knee slightly when I try to stretch my hamstrings, okay. but even then it'll sometimes be irritated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, sometimes it's like you have to go hunting for the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> you know like try all different kinds of stuff to try to stretch with like, your hamstrings or your quads or whatever yeah but sure. yeah that's how it goes yeah yeah no no i mean you're, you're literally extending the uh stretching out the nerve so it's going to get irritated okay very good this yeah. is good yeah. information for them to know so if they're considering uh femur lengthening uh nerve nerve irritation is one of the um things to expect okay so let's see here mm-hmm. moving right along next question is have you developed anterior pelvic tilt during lengthening and if yes, to what degree? Um, see, in my view, when I look in the mirror, I don't see anything, okay? But every now and then a physical therapist is going to talk smack and be like, oh, you have duck butt. It's like, no, I don't have duck butt, all right? It's like duck butt by choice. It's a more comfortable position. Yeah. But so in my view, I don't think I have a tilt, but some would say I do. Um, it's, it's not at the point where it's severe. I would say that. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. And they're, and they're not, they're not too worried about, it. they're just saying like, just watch out for that. They're just talking smack. I swear oh, to God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like you, you'll be able to tell yourself when you do the stretches, you know, you could feel how tight your hips are, whatever. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, how flexible are you to begin with? without the preparation okay well he he was he didn't do any preparation before surgery he mentioned that earlier okay moving right along all right here we go all right were you athletic did you play sports prior to surgery if so what did the doctors tell you about athletic ability post-surgery okay fair question um yeah i am somewhat athletic um they did say i would return perfectly to normal i mean they tell every patient that um, as long as you follow their guidelines I mean, to be honest, but, um, yeah, yeah, I was athletic before I did wrestling. Um, I did soccer and stuff like that and weight training. Um, so yeah, I was definitely athletic and I definitely, I do believe it may have affected my pain tolerance, maybe more sensitive to it, but I am not sure. Okay. Very cool. All right. Uh, all right. Let's see here. I'm trying to see, I just jumped around. Okay, here we go. What just jumped. What supplements do you take? Um, yeah, that's a good question, actually. So they give you vitamin D like as a standard yeah. supplement, and mm-hmm. then they tell you to take Xarelto, which is the medication with it. 
Mm-hmm. But aside from that, the only supplement that I've started taking is um uh, is uh what's it called? Glutamine. That, okay, that's what it's called. I know a bodybuilder told me about it. I'm sure you know about it. Yeah. But uh yeah, he, they, they said it's really good for muscle repair. So I just started taking that. But mm-hmm. aside from that, I really don't take much. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I do come consume a lot of weed products because it helps with the pain <laughs> so, so i don't know if that counts as a supplement but yeah there's that all right very cool and all right let's see and and puro how much length did you achieve you said 5.6 centimeters so far yes okay i'm just going to type that in the chat so everybody because there some people are just uh hopping in now they're wondering where you got your surgery done how much length you you got uh got and everything i'm just gonna type that in uh yeah. so far cool all right um so let's see here uh missed the full price um oh, okay so after surgery i mean did, did you have a catheter <laughs> yeah okay did you have a catheter for your surgery and did they did you feel a lot of pain when they took it out yeah i want to answer that <laughs> the, the catheter can you yeah explain so it's like uh yeah it's it's for urination um during surgery like the little oh like the urinal thing yeah the urinal tube thing yeah yeah uh th- wait what are they asking how long did i use it um, basically, do you remember the process of them? I guess, uh, were you, they're, ter- somebody's ter- terrified about it. Cause like it goes into your, your urination. <laughs> oh no, they didn't do that for me. They didn't. They didn't? Yeah. I didn't have one. No, either. Holy cow. That sounds terrible. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Some patients don't get it. Cause like, you know, I, I just didn't drink anything before. And Dr. Kami, it was real quick for me. So it was like, a, actually it was a long surgery. It was like four or five hours, but you had one. I, uh, what lengthening surgery? No, the catheter. I did. I don't think so. I have to ask Dr. Conway actually, but I don't remember having it. If I do, they took it out before I woke up. So, okay. 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 Um, okay. Moving right along here. Are you noticing more, more tightness as you're going from, um, where you are, right? Where you were to where you are now? Oh yeah. Okay. Sometimes it hits you like a truck too. Like you just wake up and you're like, wow, I've never felt this type before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. It definitely gradually gets tighter no matter how much you stretch. Yeah. And that's just how it is. It's like a race, like a marathon. Man, yeah. So. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So we'll, we'll try to get some more questions in here. Let's see. We're just approaching 30 minutes. You got more time, uh, Puro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll just go ahead okay, because they're starting to pile in now. So uh, did you say glucose? Yeah, I got it. He said uh, glutamine. Glutamine. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's a little different than glucosamine. Uh, it's uh, more of like kind of a recovery amino acid, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, does he have a diary or a YouTube channel with updates on the process? Um, I don't – yeah. Is that – No. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just going to keep this – yeah, this is just him doing this as a, out of the kindness of his heart to come on and share his experience. So. All right, let's see here. What else we got? Okay, so yeah, somebody's asking again about physical therapy. How often do you have physical therapy per week? And what kind of interventions do they do or focus on most? Interventions, okay. Uh, so yeah, I do it five times per week, sometimes six times per week, if you could like snag a Saturday. But um, interventions, I mean, they kind of just see how you're walking into like the physical therapy department. And they kind of judge you based on that. Like they could see if your hips are tight or if you're struggling to strain your leg or something like that. Right. So I feel like at least at this tightness level, that's how they could, you know, uh, prioritize certain stretches to do with you. Okay. Um, but aside from that, they kind of rely on what you tell them. Yeah. Like uh, if, you, if you say like your hips tight, they'll, you know, do extra stretches there and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Okay. So they kind of just, you know, do as what's needed um, along the yeah, way. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's really good. Uh, how soon would your surgeon advise that you could start jogging and jumping? Uh, jogging. Oh, that's <laughs> probably in a while. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we honestly didn't talk about it too much. Um, I'm sure you probably know more about this. Um, but they do tell me that I, I'll probably be able to walk around the end of October. Okay. So I don't know if that gives a time stamp for that guy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That gives him. Yeah. All right. So that's about four, five months into his surgery. That's, that's about, yeah. For stature lengthening patients who achieve eight centimeters, they start to walk around then. Yeah. But I don't know about jogging and jumping. That's yeah. A whole other- yeah. Probably a little later, uh, closer to the new year, I would assume. So, yeah. Uh, somebody's asking, do you feel taller yet? This is a good one. Oh yeah. It yeah. feels amazing. The air is cleaner and stuff. Oh my God. I'm just like towering over people. It, it feels absolutely amazing. Really? That's like it. Yeah. That's cool, brother. That's I'm so yeah. happy for you. That's awesome. And that's so cool when you notice the, the height difference, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. Okay. Uh, do you notice that your knees hurt? <laughs> um, yeah. In, in different ways. Um, I actually have this, I guess it's called a common like abnorm- abnormality um, where my knee socket, it's not like perfectly straight. It's like mm-hmm. somewhat like slightly to the side. Okay. And so if I try to do like a knee bend stretch, mm-hmm. uh, the blades will just feel weird. It'll just it'll be very uncomfortable and painful. Gotcha. But um, I also have knee pain. because I kind of struggle to strain my leg perfectly around this type mark. Like I'm really tight. Um like I guess in my hamstrings and my calves. And so sometimes when I try to straighten my leg, it'll put stress on the knee and that'll kind of hurt. But aside from that, it's like kind of just general discomfort, nothing too serious. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, good. It, the sciatic nerve is way, way worse than knee pain, I'm assuming. Oh my God. Yeah. Way worse. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. It just stings. You have to deal with it. Dang, dude. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Okay. So let's see here. How soon after the surgery does the pain begin? Okay. So this is going to be more of a kind of a, when like kind of the different pain phases. So like after surgery, what was the pain like? Then like, give us like a one month post-surgery. And then obviously you said right now you're not like hurting at all, but like besides the nerve pain, but like, tell us how, how you felt right after surgery. I think that's a a big question that people always want to know. Like when you woke up first three days before you got discharged, what was that pain level like? Um, well, the first, like, four days, like, when you're in the hospital, some people hate that. Yeah. Those first couple of days, I loved it because you have so much pain medication just freely available, and you're just, you're, like, on cloud nine all the time. That's true. But uh, as soon as you get to the hotel, I mean, it, it's it's hell on earth. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, at the hospital, you kind of felt your broken bones, but at the hotel, you really feel it. I mean, you're get you have to use the bathroom and you have to sit on your broken femurs. I mean, that <laughs> is the worst pain. Imagine, oh my god, it was terrible. And you're also like, at least for me, I had like fevers every night. I would wake up and like covered in sweat. My knees were always super inflamed. Mm-hmm. Um, they looked like they were like bubbles. That's how inflamed they were. It was wow. It was nuts. And uh, basically, just your entire bottom half of your body just hurts like hell insanely um <laughs> even your feet will hurt like it has nothing to do with the surgery your feet will hurt your sometimes my shin like still like still heat like hurt sometimes but um yeah like back then everything hurt extremely and it doesn't subside until 
um, I believe you say this, so like the three week mark, that's when it like starts to really subside. But I mean, geez, that first three weeks is absolutely hell. I'm not going to lie. Um, and then after those three weeks, um, I would say I, I kind of got lucky. I don't know if this has to do with my age, but I had like five weeks or like four weeks of just a honeymoon phase. I had a long honeymoon phase, like super long. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of chilling. I had slight, like I said, I had slight nerve pain under my knee or so but it would usually go away in like four days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're kind of just de- dealing with the stretches after the three week mark or the four week mark. Um, I mean, the, the one thing you have to fight is that you're going through a lot of pain and you're not even at the halfway mark. That's yeah. probably the worst thing you have to deal with. Like it's kind of a mental struggle, but besides that, after the four week mark, you're kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would say at the five centimeter mark, that's when you start getting pain related to tightness. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I'm still doing well. Like right now, I'm, you know, I have like no pain at all. But uh, after you stretch, you will feel a lot of pain and it won't subside for like an hour or so. Okay. Like you'll just feel beat up and broken. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> beat up and broken. I mean, if you're doing your stretches right, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. those muscles are getting tighter as you go along. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. That's true. Yeah, exactly. So, and also like you're kind of like when I was doing the knee bend stretch, it would put a lot of pressure on my back because my pelvis would try to compensate for i guess the area that's being stretched right. so my back would be killing me after mm-hmm. i was done with the stretch and it, you know it has nothing to do with the, what i was doing but you know just you just feel really beat up and everything just hurts like crazy just... that's crazy <laughs> yeah all those muscles of the posterior chain are interconnected so it's going to pull one tugs on the other one so dang dude yeah and you're also you're continuously stretching and not doing a lot of healing right you know so you're yeah. kind of just beating yourself up over and over and your body's like, please stop. <laughs> stop. And you know, you just gotta keep going. You just gotta keep going. Right. So, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Well, you're you're a true uh soldier, man. Just pumping right through oh, it. That's awesome, you, dude. Good job. Um yeah, yeah I re- actually I remember a lot of surgeons say that the five centimeter threshold is like after that, things just get tougher. So um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by a lot. By a lot. By a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see here. Okay, I guess we'll ask this one do do you notice that people treat you better i mean i I guess you're still in the hotel and you're not you haven't really got back to normal life yet but like have you seen anybody like from the normal public kind of treat you better i guess i don't know um for that i i don't think that's fair for me to judge yet because a lot you get a lot of privileges for just being in a wheelchair kind of you know what i mean (laughs) i don't know if that could really that kind of skews my view a bit i don't know right yeah right yeah okay um do you think you will go for the full quadrilateral lengthening or only the femurs? Uh, see, this is something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Um, with the current precise nail, no way I would do tibias. I okay. would, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm good with the femurs. I'm feeling great. Yeah. However, if, like I said, I'm 20. So, you know, I'm really young. So if like in five years, right. The, let's say the stride nail came back and it was just amazing. The recovery time was much shorter because of some new medication. I don't know. <laughs> I would, I would think about doing it again because the stride nail, the fact that you could wait there and walk is just makes the enjo- it process so much more enjoyable. Yeah. I hate being in bed, man. It is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the stride nail, I, it really makes a difference. So I actually would consider doing, you know, tibias if that process was re- reformed. Okay. All right. Cool. So you are. So it is up in the air. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like a not a hard no right now. It so is up very, in the air. Okay. Very cool. That's yeah, very, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. And that's I think they want to hear that yeah. too. That's awesome. Um. All right. So we had yeah, 
Did you have an IT band release? I think that's pretty standard. Did they do that for you? Yeah, and you know, sometimes you could feel it too. Like really where they cut <laughs> you can feel it. Because they, they cut the IT band if I if what I know is correct, right? Yeah, you, like cut incisions yep. in it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so, it may be placebo, but sometimes I believe when I touch my knee, I could like kind of feel it. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's in my head. What but do you, uh what do you they mean definitely they is, definitely did cut mine. Is is it like a pain or is it kind of like, like um it, yeah, it's kind of like uh, when your IT bands are tight, you'll just feel extra pain in that area where it attaches to the knee. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to describe. There's just so many different types of pain. It's really hard to describe. <laughs> no, this is good. This is what they kind of want to know. They want to kind of get that, yeah. you know, what to expect kind of feeling vibe. Okay. Um, oh, somebody's talking about tibia lengthening resulting in permanent knee pain. Did Dr. Paley talk about it? Well, he probably didn't talk about it because he got femur lengthening, so we'll pass on that one. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't – I mean, really, it depends. I, I have tibia lengthening nine years ago. I don't really think my knee pains from that, but I need more mm -hmm. patient cases from tibia lengthening. I'll, I'll get back to everybody on that one. Um, okay. Are you worried about your tibia femur ratio, a.k.a. your proportions – uh, that is, are you worried that your femurs will be too long compared to your, your femurs will be too long to your tibias? I think it means at eight centimeters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, uh, femurs are actually shorter than the average person. Oh, okay. And so they were actually just, I was actually disproportionate to begin with. And so this actually kind of fixes that, ah, very uh, which is very really nice. And also one leg was slightly longer than the other, which would have caused hip pain like 50 years. Yeah. So yeah, this also helped me with that as well. So now my legs are going to be even and proportionate. That's so cool, man. I, I love when yeah. people get other problems fixed when they are getting this done. You're right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So you're going to fix your proportions and fix your discrepancy. Very cool. That's right. That's right. Um, which one has less recovery time, femur or tibia? It depends on the person. So we're going to skip that one. Uh, is recommended to use shoe lifts? Okay. 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 Do you Have you ever used shoe lifts in the past? And after the procedure, do you plan to ever still use them consider to still use them uh yeah i used to use shoeless in the past i actually used to i don't know if you guys know guido Maggi. i used to get shoes from them they make like elevator shoes that are really fancy oh yeah they yeah. look they look amazing so <laughs> i i mean simply because the shoes were so expensive i probably will wear them again and just see what it's like to be like six feet tall <laughs> right 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 <laughs> so like might as well right yeah but, like for the most part i i I'm going to enjoy just wearing flip-flops and just enjoying the raw height, you know? Okay. So. Gotcha. Very yeah. Cool. We'll see what happens, but I probably will wear the lifts in the future. I'm not going to lie. Just for yeah. the fun of it. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It can't hurt. It's like, you're just getting extra height from that. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got into it for the heights so go all the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Piero. Somebody is asking, do you do hip bridges or hip thrusts as part of your daily, you know, stretching and activity or exercises if yes how far does your butt go up when you really push it towards the ceiling uh oh dear <laughs> uh i don't do them daily i i do my physical therapy and to be honest i'm not really sure how high it goes up but uh yeah okay gotcha so you do do yeah, it sorry daily. about that one i don't know I mean, you don't do about that one okay no no i don't do it daily no. okay gotcha okay um maybe my hips would be better if i did i don't know <laughs> <laughs> 
let's see, I underwent this surgery at 39. I would have killed to do it at your age of 20 for healing purposes and a longer time to enjoy the height increase. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's for yeah. sure. But hey, man, height at any age is, is a good thing. It's a cool thing. You can live it up to the thing. Um, okay. Okay. Let's see, do you have any knee pain, like bow legs by lengthening day by day? Okay, so that's kind of a question that he already answered. So he doesn't really have actual knee pain from, he says he gets it here and there, but it's not as bad as his nerve pain. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. um let's see here I'm trying to find uh, any other questions okay here we go okay so if you're if you were considering both tibia and femurs why do the femurs first was it because you can get more height yeah it, it kind of was the fact it gave me more height and if i did it i would probably be done with everything you know okay. I, I don't have a strong will to do both i'm just kind of open to it yeah. <laughs> so just getting the maximum amount of height as soon as possible is kind of what I wanted to do. So, you know, that's smart. That's yeah. Cause, and if you yeah. never go back, at least you got the most amount of height you can with a femur. So exactly. That's exactly. Smart. Okay. But I'm also like, a, I am a strong believer that you should give your body a good amount of time to heal before the surgeries. Like some people do like uh, tibias and then they do femurs like right after, which is yeah. insane yeah. to me. I, I strongly believe that you have to wait like a couple of years and let your body like, you know, return to its normal state before you get another surgery like that but it's heavy it's really hard on the body right yeah. yeah i i completely agree i've talked to probably four i would say four to five quadrilateral patients and got a lot of information from this this year and they all suggest the same thing after going through it. they're like give yourself that year break catch up get full yeah. flexibility back and then you can go for it that's right yeah uh okay what advice can you give us who, who, who haven't gone through the surgery to help prepare for it? Mental advice, physical advice, any type of advice you can uh, leave. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, when it comes to the pain, there's no way to prepare for it. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I mean, there. I do have a friend, though, who's also, uh, I believe he's 23. He stretched a lot. Like, I believe three months before the surgery, he stretched like crazy. Really? And he is doing amazing right now. He is able to do... Just all kinds of stretches, man. He is doing really well. So stretching a lot in those, like, I guess two or three months before surgery can really make a difference. And I kind of wish I did that. Um, so they asked about, wait, what else did they ask about? Um, just overall advice, right? Yeah, just overall. But like, so yeah, so stretching beforehand. Um, did you did you mentally prepare for it as well? I did not. I just kind of jumped in. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to do that or not, but I feel like if you read, I mean, you definitely want to know what you're getting yourself into, but if you look too deep into it, you're yeah. not going to want to do it because there's That's just true. so many horror stories that could happen. I mean, just thinking about blood clots alone would scare me off. I, right. mean, yeah. I, I didn't even learn about how high the risk was until I was like more into it. <laughs> so once I learned about it, I was like, Oh shoot, <laughs> this is crazy. What have I done? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my philosophy. Um, gotcha. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. that's kind of like the same thing that happened to me. Like, I literally had three weeks to decide before I had my surgery done, and I was like, <laughs> I did some research. I kind of knew a little bit of what was happening, but like, I was like, let's just get this thing done, you know? So. Exactly. I mean, as long as they say that you're going to be good by the end of it, I mean, yeah. that's all you need to know, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. I mean, obviously, you want to know how it works and stuff, and that's why you know I put some information <laughs> on the channel. But if you obsess about it, I think you can, like you said, you can talk yourself out of it. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so this person's asking from one to ten, which daily activities are the hardest to do now that you have uh, because of your femurs are broken? Taking a shower, going to the toilet, walking, 
with a walker, I assume sleeping, breathing, <laughs> or something that you <laughs> used to do before. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, well, like everything difficult, but I mean, sleeping has actually become very amazing. I sleep like, I would say easily 18 hours per day. What the 18 hours? Yeah. Like the insane <laughs> amount. I mean, I'm days. not going to lie. I got to literally just get up to stretch and that's it. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I believe the only reason I still have some muscle left in my leg is because I could stand, you know? Yeah. That really helps. <laughs> so I, I, I'm literally never awake. Um, like I did, I said before, I do take a lot of weed products. So I kind of just, inst- I, I take it and I just knock out for like hours. <laughs> and then I wake up when my alarm tells me to stretch. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. Oh my God. So, yeah. That's awesome. So he just takes some cannabis and then yeah, he's that's out. Right. <laughs> Dude, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. That's hilarious. I love it. I love yeah. it. Okay, cool. So, Hey, Hey guys, that's a new, uh, little uh, piece of advice that he's giving the cannabis oh that's oh huge i mean if you want me to go into that i mean i can't sure it's yeah such- actually let's talk about that let's let's answer this question real quick and then we'll talk about that okay i guess this is a really good one um what motivated to get you what motivated you to get this done I, he had to go out for work and he had to hop back in the live session so um wait say that again what motivated me yeah what was your motivation to get uh stature lengthening done <clears throat> oh well i just hated being short for years on end i mean I, for like four years now I just I don't know I used to affect my confidence and how I felt about myself as a man and stuff like that so right okay you know and I oh I already feel so much better <laughs> <laughs> it's like already fixed so I mean it definitely works I mean shoot would, would you say that it, you're you're uh like like you're completely fixed or do you think that you you say hey look once I get to the eight centimeters I'm gonna be like you know balling I would say I'm already completely fixed. Oh, I'm. Awesome. I would say I'm already. I'm just going for extra right now. Okay. Know? Okay. Just to say I'm hard and stuff, and I could like yeah. show off. And <laughs> Bonus points. Love it. All right. Very. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. So, man, these questions are piling in. All right. So we'll we'll go to the hour. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Cool, man. They're, they're loving it now. I told you to take some them in a minute. Right so. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so let's talk about the cannabis right now. So, so what do you? So you're sleeping eight <laughs> hours a day. I gotta, I gotta get your because I've never, I've heard a few patients do this. Um, and yeah. I, I'm not like you know advising anything. This is just a patient giving his experience. So, um, yeah. tell us a little bit about what you're doing with this, dude. Okay, cannabis is the number one savior throughout <laughs> this entire process. Okay, I will not. I cannot stress this enough. Yeah. You are in the perfect atmosphere or environment to get like depression and stuff like that yeah, you're true. in your room all the time you can't walk that often every time you're awake you have to look forward to getting pain because you have to stretch like every you know three hours or so mm-hmm. so you're looking you you have almost nothing to look forward to and you're in a dark room all the time and it, it's, it's really not it so to fix that you have cannabis right and so you just take a <laughs> take an edible or two and you are just chilling if you want to sleep you can take indica if you want to stay awake, you take Sativa. Um, it also kind of helps with like uh, gut health. So like uh, <laughs> like the Zorelta medication, right? Yeah. So th- this is like a, me- a blood thinner medication you have to take. It'll make you go to the bathroom a lot or like right. at least make you feel like you have to go to the bathroom a lot, even if you don't. And this completely takes care of that. I am not going to lie. No, I'm like, I'm dead serious. Like really? no joke. Like if you do, there's studies that have shown that CBD at least helps with gut health or they can use, they, you can use it to treat gut like problems. That's crazy. So, yeah. So when I use this device, I mean, 
you're not supposed to smoke it, right? Because smoking right. is like bad for your bone health. <laughs> yeah. So you could either take it through edibles or some patients who live on the edge of it, you could use it as a vape device mm-hmm. because you, you're, they say that they're not cool with vaping, but the consequences really end 72 hours after surgery from what okay. I've collected. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you want a very instantaneous high or you want to fall asleep right away, you use the vape pen. And then if you want like a long-term high, you go for the edibles and it just makes everything so much more enjoyable. You won't get depressed. You'll stay at your like normal, healthy mental health. And it just makes it all the more enjoyable. <laughs> wow. That is so, I, yeah. hey, man, that is fresh advice for me too, to like, you know, I never heard of that and that's, that's crazy. And I guess it helps you sleep too, huh? Oh, I, I sleep on demand. I literally sleep on demand. I will take three puffs of this thing and I'm out. Wow. I, I'm dead serious. Yeah. So I think that's, that's huge because then, um, you know, when you sleep better, it does help you manage pain and you're kind of sleeping through the lengthening phase, which is the toughest part of this whole procedure. So that is correct. And you'll heal very quickly because a lot of my problems, like I said, they healed in like four days. You know what I mean? And I, I, I'm going to blame sleep for that. Like I'm giving credit to sleep for that because I slept so much. Dr. Robinson, my bone healing is, you know, pristine, perfect. So I'm also going to give credit to the sleep for that. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm also young, of course, right? But like right. sleeping, you know, it provides a lot of health benefits. So it's very important. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's 100% true. I mean, I like yeah. you said, 18 hours a day, like literally, that's like more than three of my days in terms of how much I sleep. That's crazy, dude. I gotta give you yeah, what I wake up at like, uh, like 12, right like in the afternoon. So that right there, you're half your day done. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right there. And then I go to PT, I come back from PT and I sleep for like another six hours. God. So like, <laughs> so it's, it's amazing man but it yeah. makes every day go by so much quicker right. you heal very quickly and uh yeah you have very little stress and you feel great all the time that's crazy I, that's awesome advice yeah, okay yeah. guys so there you go cbd and uh, go. yeah <laughs> from another stature linked <laughs> patient to you guys <laughs> yeah technically if if someone's actually interested in it i do use delta 8 which is kind of like the legal weed you know i'm not okay. getting it from a sketchy dealer right, or whatever right um so yeah so i I would recommend getting it from the legal places um but also it really helps with comfortability because you're going to realize throughout the surgery like you whenever you sit down you're comfortable whatever you lay down you're comfortable before the surgery now after the surgery you will never get a break you will always be in some sort of discomfort or pain like even if it's not a lot of pain like you may just be too uncomfortable to sleep and so it helps with that a big like big time you will always be comfortable pretty much no matter what position you're sleeping on you know, yeah, no, that that's, that's great uh, advice. I think that, you know, um, a lot of patients, they, they can't sleep, you know, they can't sleep for up that's to right. two weeks and then they say, oh, I can finally sleep, but that this is a, a new uh, intervention of, how yeah, you- right. <laughs> all, all my friends who got this, uh, the surgery around the same time I did, cause you know, you make a lot of friends here when you're actually doing it. Um, they all have like three to four hours of sleep every day. And then I'm sitting over here with 16. <laughs> <laughs> 16 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I tell them, they're like, huh? Like, what are you doing? But yeah. That's crazy, brother. I can't believe that. That's awesome advice. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, let's see here. Problem. <laughs> A lot more questions here. I hear somebody at the door. Um, let's see here. How much taller? Okay. Um, have you ever felt height discrimination? As So, yeah, I guess this is like pre-surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like height discrimination. Yeah. So like, um, pre-surgery and then like, yeah. 
<laughs> can you ask that again? Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, like, ha- yeah, I, I didn't read the question. My bad. I'm like spacing <laughs> out here. Has ha- have you ever felt height discrimination as a male person in society? Uh, do you feel the surgery will help you get over it? He just missed your story, like when he. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely felt height discrimination big time. Uh, I mean, some people may say I was looking too deep into things, but I mean, I'm already feeling better, so I I have a feeling that I wasn't looking too deep into things. I already noticed an immediate difference. Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of this stuff is psychological, so it is kind of hard to see, you know, if you were actually facing discrimination or not. Right. But, uh, yeah, I would say that the surgery has definitely helped me a lot already. I mean, at the first inch, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome to hear because I think that as you, like you said, your height neurosis is already kind of like fading away. And then like mm-hmm. one, height discrimination really kind of like, I, I always believe it kind of starts with the person like yourself because like you really kind of how you perceive people seeing you and obviously you're gonna you know people in society are just rude in general but uh um, yeah but, but if you're more confident like it doesn't really matter what they think you know so <laughs> that's true it's like a, it's like a shield or something yeah, exactly yeah. um okay so uh okay somebody's just asking about lengthening okay how much do you know how much vitamin d and calcium you're taking um I don't think I'm taking calcium. I think it's just vitamin D by itself. Okay. And uh, they do not say how much gray. I, yeah, I don't really see the amount right now, but they do give you vitamin D. Um, I don't I don't know if everyone takes calcium. I don't know about that. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Vitamin D is super important. Okay. Um, what were your proportions? Okay. So he already talked about proportions earlier, so we're going to skip that one. Uh, Wait, is, is calcium... That, that's totally separate from vitamin D, right? They don't usually mix the two or anything, right? They, they, some supplements, they do have them together. They have like calcium and vitamin D together. They'll have it. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're doing that. Okay. Yeah. You might, you might have one of those and they, they, that's common. They do that a lot. So people don't forget to take them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it help to do splits before the surgery? I guess to be more flexible. Okay. Did your sleep quality and duration change? He, yeah. He just mentioned that like they can CBD has helped him tremendously. <laughs> yeah. So Logan X, yeah. uh, sleep has went through the roof. This guy's getting 16 to 18 hours a day in terms of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm sleeping this away. Not gonna lie. Yeah. With his, with his, uh, you know, his CBD, um, let's see here. Can, okay. So I guess this is uh, can you, can you bring some, can you bring somebody that it's have that it's gone bad or bad doctor okay so i'm not sure what that question is bd i'm gonna skip over that uh let's see here did the doctor do you tell that did you so they're weren't they're wondering like does the weed does it does the cbd affect bone healing yeah from what i've looked into it's totally fine I okay mean, some of the physical therapists will actually encourage you to take edibles Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, awesome. under the table, like, low key, of course. Right. But, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So it's totally fine. CBD's fine. Weed's fine. It doesn't mess with any medication or any of that. Yeah. So um, the the only choice is how you consume it. That's the important thing. So you don't want to smoke it. Smoking is really bad for your bone health. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't do smoking. Don't and do don't drink smoking. alcohol. <laughs> right. Yeah. Alcohol too. That can definitely yeah. affect things while you're going through. I this. mean, I know people who do drink while they're doing this thing but i would not recommend it because yeah. of the ri- it really increases the risk for blood clots and that's just not fun you just don't want to deal with that yeah. not for sure um how, okay this is a good question what's your schedule like for distraction like lengthening um 
each time you use the machine and how much time do you need to wait before uh, getting more millimeters added with the magnets? So like what's your lengthening schedule like? Um, yeah. So like I said, I wake up at like 12 and so I lengthen around 1230. Mm -hmm. uh, then I come back from PT and everything. And then I do another one around 4 p.m. I mean, I have a really late schedule. I'm not going to lie. And then I do another one at 9 p.m. And then I do my last one at 11 p.m. Because uh, I, you have yeah. like a, I guess, until like the next day to do it, right? Yeah. And I have four four cycles of lengthening per day. Okay. Um, so it's around like 0.25 millimeters per day. Or not, sorry, per rotation. Per rotation. You're um, four times. So that's a mil so one millimeter per day. Is yeah. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. So, yeah. So honestly, I would just separate around two hours apart at least. Okay. For each okay. cycle. That's what I've been told. Okay. Let's see here. Um, let's see. Do you have to pay for having the distraction machine with you? I think they gave it to you during the lengthening for free, right? It's part of the process. Yeah. Well, yeah. Free in quotations, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. 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 So we have a few more questions here and then we're going to probably wrap up. Uh, we're going to let them get back and get some sleep. <laughs> let's see here. Uh, this is a good one. How do you plan on telling your friends, relatives, once they notice your height? Or do they already know? Was it kind of like a family decision when you went through with this? Um, well, see, I told my entire family. So that's very uncommon. I know that. Um, so like my family would come visit me all the time. You know, I have aunts and uncles that just come back, which is really nice. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend telling people about it if it's your family. Now, when it comes to my friends, See, your your excuse that you gave me was actually really good, but I am not <laughs> I am not able to say that quickly or efficiently to like another college kid. Right. So the they're gonna be like, what? what does that mean, man? Like yeah. what? And like, so what I'm gonna do is I, I'm gonna say that I went white water rafting and I just had an accident and I broke my femurs. Yeah, that's just fine. So you know it's it's easy to say, you know, it's like quick. Right. If you're at the bars or something and someone's yeah. like, what happened to your legs? You can be like, oh, I just broke it during rafting or something, you know? It's just easy. It's quick. Yeah, and it so, actually sounds pretty pretty cool, too. It's like, you know, it's like... Yeah, yeah. It's like you can tell girls and stuff. So Right, right. <laughs> but Yeah, mine is for, like, confusing people. It's like, hey, look, so they don't ask any more questions. But if it's, like, it's yeah. for the cool thing, yeah. Yeah, I guess you can make something up. But, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as long as you believe it, you can make it sound true, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So don't, they don't need to hear all that, you know, rotational deformity stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can tell, you can tell like normal doctors that might, you know, if you go in for an x-ray, like five years down the line, yeah, you yeah. that you needed a rotational deformity if you don't want to say limb lengthening, but they might know if they're, I feel like you should tell them. I feel yeah, like they, they, they doctor, might, they yeah. might need to, they might need to know. They might yeah. <laughs> just just yeah. to be safe. You know? Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Isn't vaping. Okay, isn't vaping also smoking? It's actually different, right, Puro? It's yeah, it's different. Uh, smoking is just it's smoke, and vaping is more like steam. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't completely understand the contraption itself, but I mean, you could just look at the different pros and cons of each, and they're just wildly different. Uh, vaping, I would not do over the long term. I mean, it kind of bruises your lungs over the long term, so I wouldn't do that. But uh, for something like this, which is kind of short term, and you're kind of trying to avoid depression and stuff i would definitely recommend it um but i mean if you could do it without anything i mean that's that's good too you know? yeah. yeah yeah all right i'm just gonna type everybody's wondering where you got it done institute cool all right so we got a few more questions here um all right so we'll answer this one and then we'll probably wrap up here guys 
so how do you feel about the Lemington community gate keeping what height is acceptable to get the surgery? Like saying you're already so tall, you don't need to get Lemington. So I guess, is there a, like a height threshold that you think should be placed upon this or is it more what the person thinks about what they want to get in terms of height? I think uh, you should just do what you want to do, honestly. I mean, there's, I've seen models get this done at Paley. I mean, like, I'm talking about like five foot 10, like Chinese girls trying to be like models. So they like, wow. get their legs longer than they're like six foot or whatever. But right. uh, yeah, I see all kinds of people do this. I mean, yeah, just, I mean, you only live once. Just do what you want to do, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You got to yeah. you know, YOLO, go for it. Um, okay, yeah. so, all right, so we'll take this question. Yeah, they're, now they're trying to throw in the last couple of questions. Uh, so <laughs> will you go to your grave without telling your part, future partner, sons, in case you have them, you had a surgery that made you taller? Uh, I probably won't tell my wife. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't really need to know, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you're 40 or 30 years old, are you going to tell like your wife you got a surgery done? <laughs> probably not. I don't know. It doesn't matter too much to me. So. Right. Very cool, man. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right, guys. So we are going to wrap up in a minute. So we'll take one last question if anybody has it. And then we're going to let Puro go. So you can go back to sleep. And your boys. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to try to get more sleep. I'm about to go get me a little CBD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Going once. Going twice. And we're out. All right, guys. I want to thank you all for showing up today. Um, oh, somebody's asking. I'll answer those questions once we let Piero go. Um, hey, man, Piero, we really appreciate you coming on to give us your, your experience about lengthening. Hey, maybe we'll have you back on for another, you know, a couple months down the line just to kind of, you know, hear your progress when you're wrapped up, you know, when you're all done. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. I love the yeah. show. <laughs> all right, man. Awesome. All right. So we'll see you next time. All right. Piero. All right. Take care. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, we are all done for today. Um, sorry if I didn't get to your questions. If I see any questions in here, I'll try to answer them. I'm somebody's asking about emailing Dr. Paley and Dr. Rosbrook, but I'm not getting an answer. Um, so they're probably super busy. So just be patient. I know that they're, if you don't get to them, maybe you can email their, um, <clears throat> you know, their uh, front desk or, you know, helpers, patient coordinators or whatever. Um, but they're probably really busy. These, these are two of the top doctors in the world. So they're in terms of lumbling things. So they're going to need to give them some time. So, Hey guys, um, we are going to do next week. We're going to have, uh, our surgeon back on most likely if Dr. Robbins is available, we're gonna try to get him back on. And, uh, yeah, so next week will be a surgeon week and then I will probably do surgeon week. We'll have our physiotherapist back on. Then I probably will skip my week since you guys uh, kind of know the fitness and the nutrition. We'll probably bring on a guest week. We'll have either another surgeon or patient or something in that third week where it's going to probably be a surgeon that I know everybody wants to have, uh, more surgeons. So we'll probably do that. Um, but you guys can always leave comments down below this video. You can email me. I'll put the uh, email for the Lemonthing Live. It's live at cyborgforlife.com. Uh, email um, lengthening live questions here. And then, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Eric, I, I appreciate I appreciate you showing up for the uh, the sessions, man. I really do. Um, you know, I, I think this is a really good way for you guys to get your questions answered because I'm going to do more interviews. I have more that I 
plan on doing, but I wanted to kind of kick off this limiting thing live thing. I think it's huge because this is such a surgery, such a big surgery that you need to know, you know, you want to get like a lot of angles, but like Piero said, you don't want to like over obsess. You want to kind of hear patient experiences. You want to hear from the surgeons. You want to figure out who your surgeon is going to be. I try to put out some content out here, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, you want to kind of get as much information as possible to help you make the best decision. And that's what this is all about. So, uh, do I think there'll be any differences in races? I'm not sure what that is. Um, quadrilateral lengthening and not knee correction simultaneously. Yeah, they can do that. Um, I don't, I don't know, actually just wait for the surgeon, but they can usually do limb lengthening and, and um, you know, uh, knock knee correction. Very cool. <laughs> Zeno's not like that. That's the best way to elucidate your souls. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, guys. So I'm going to roll out. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. And um, yeah, you can send me an email if you have any questions and I'll see you next time. All right. Victor from Cyborg for Life signing out. Peace. Uh, where's this thing?